0: I cannot believe it is already the end of 2019. I wish I would have started this podcast a little bit sooner in the year, but we live and learn. So basically on this episode, we're just going to be going back and going through what happened in 2019, what I learned, um, places I went to, and kind of my mental plan and mental game and strategy going into 2020. So coming into 2019, I had just bought my 2019 WPRA permit. Um, that This was really going to be the first year that I'd really got to put it to use. I'd bought it a couple years prior and just never really had the chance to use it, um, between life and honestly, horses not being ready. Um, so the plan was, you know, I had so many rodeos listed and then the more the year went on, I was like, you know, there needs to be a strategy about this. I don't need to just enter just because. So I went back on the rodeo update page and kind of looked and, you know, they say, Oh, all the rodeos are tough, which is very much true, but there are some that are just extremely tough and, you know, if you don't have a horse winning every rodeo, then, you know, you might wanna back off and maybe enter one that's, you know, less tough. And when I mean less tough, I mean, you know, from first to tenth place is a half a second versus one tenth. Um, some of the rodeos are like that. It's just a, a knife fight. Um so I, I backed off, and I didn't enter some because of that. Um, then the first rodeo we went to was Odessa. Um, i had never been there to the rodeo. Wasey's um, grandparents are from there, so I'd been out there a few times and went out. They had a barrel race and then ran the rodeo and went okay, um, you know, learned about myself and my horse every run, and I think that's pretty much what this year was all about, is learning my horse. For one, um, honestly, I had never had to inject a horse until this year. I've never been against it. I just never had a horse that, I had a horse that had it, but no one showed me the right way and what to look for and say, hey, maybe you need to have your horse injected. So... Towards the end of 2018, coming into 19, I definitely started going to the vet more. And I had Shiner injected for the very first time in the middle of January. She wasn't bad, but they were like, you know, her hawk's probably need done. And this was also my first year to ever really deal with Lasix and bleeding and running on different needed paste or medicines or whatever the case may be. So I definitely learned a lot about myself in thinking and allowing myself to think hey this is okay because and I'm not saying run your horse on this because someone else is doing it but a lot of these girls are running their horses on whatever it may be because it helps them it doesn't per se enhance but it helps the horse um so I had to kind of be like hey it's okay to do that because probably everyone else is too um I learned more on hauling and preparation and finding gas stations to stop at, uh, layover spots. Um, my notebook has probably been the handiest thing ever and I feel like every time we get in a truck to go somewhere, I'm like, oh, I need another notebook just to have one in each vehicle. Um, I found some really great hauling partners this year. Um maybe some that I wouldn't want to haul with again, uh, for whatever reason, uh, the ones that I have been blessed to haul with and get along with and haul with uh, that we make things work, um, I'm so grateful for them, um, got to rodeo in Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado and Wyoming, so I'm hoping to kind of broaden that a little bit more this year, so we'll see about that so coming into the year I wrote down some goals and the goals are gonna be pretty similar this year except maybe more broadened um, enhanced a little bit Um, so the goals for 2019 were to fill my permit which I didn't do Uh, I did win some money towards it so you know that's better than nothing Um, Coming into 19, Betty wasn't in the picture at all. Um, So that definitely is going to, I think, have a huge impact on 2020. um, Considering her first perf ever was this past weekend. And she handled it like she'd been to a thousand perfs. She had a little bit of ground trouble. um, But even with that slip that cost her some time, she didn't clock too far off. And just her overall mentality and maturity on how she handled it. And didn't get scared of anything and didn't try to run away. So, I'm definitely excited to see what she does this year. Um, I had a goal to win $5,000. Some people are like, that's a lot of money. And others are like, yeah, I won that last month. Um, So, you know, that was just a personal goal I had. I think I won... $4,200 between just barrel races and jackpots and that was on three different horses so that was pretty cool Uh, Betty's won a little over a $1,000 just in the short time that I've been hauling her so this coming up year I think I'm going to bump that up just just a smidge Um, you know I don't really want to talk about goals because it's like you know don't count your chickens before they hatch but you know, just to say, hey, you know, we're gonna bump that up a little bit. See if we can reach that. If we don't, then hey, we tried. And if we overreach that goal, then you know, go us. Um, realistically, the plan going up north, uh, we'll definitely go back up to Cody, probably for two weeks this year, and hit a few rodeos around there. Um, if Betty is Betty Shiner, whoever is winning money at Texas rodeos then I feel pretty confident about entering rodeos up north. Um, Pretty much in June, the rodeo season in Texas kind of dies down um, as far as pro rodeos because it is cooler weather up north, and that's when all the big outdoor pens up there have their rodeos. Meanwhile, in the winter and spring, there's more Texas rodeos because it's colder up north. Uh, We'll definitely get into that in another episode. So I kind of have that mapped out as far as what rodeos I want to go to, um, places to stay, which ones I think my horses can handle. Um, so that's just going to kind of be from between now and May just to see what happens. Um, I've already started the year off entering more rodeos than I thought. Um, I kind of panicked and I was like, sure, enter me in this rodeo. It'll be okay. Okay. So we are going to Lafayette, Louisiana on the 11th of January, so that'll be the second rodeo of the year. I think I'm going to take Betty to that one. Just from the videos I've watched, it's um, harder type ground. Shiner cannot run on that. I know that. Um, I learned that about her this year too. Um, She can handle rodeo ground pretty good, but she can't handle like really hard, tough ground. That's she just can't. Some horses can't. Some horses thrive on it. Betty so far seems to be able to run on about anything um, in the few rodeo slacks that she's been to with extremely different ground. So that's kind of the plan as far as rodeo ground wise. There's also one in Bay City. Um, It's a very tiny arena. And it's a side entry, and you have to come in and line your horse up and then go. I think Shiner is going to be able to handle that setup better. The ground is a little harder, but Betty being as high strung as she is, I really don't want to get down there and have to walk down the alley and then come in and set her up. And I think she might just panic a little bit. Um, So that's just kind of the strategy right now for entering rodeos. This year, I definitely learned to, um, budget a lot better and a lot more and really do a weekly budget plan. Um, how we grocery shop, what I'm spending money on, what I'm spending money on entry fees for. And you know, it's simple as you don't have the money, you don't go. Um, that's why I start planning my 2020 rodeos in October. Um, Which ones I for sure want to go to. I'll set money back. Even if it's $5 a week. Set money back for that month. For that rodeo. Um, However it is that you keep track of your money. Um, Because obviously it is very expensive to do this. Um, You know, if your goals are to hit a big three day weekend race this year. Say in March start planning now. Um, Maybe don't go out to eat um, three times a day. Don't get that Starbucks. Don't buy that unneeded item, wherever it is. And I mean, that stuff really adds up. Um, Like I did in, I think I covered it in an episode a while back. If I, or I guess two years ago, I was eating out almost every single meal and I was probably spending fifty to seventy five bucks a week just on eating out. Well you add that up, that's almost four hundred dollars a month. And that could have been going toward savings or other rodeos. At the time, honestly, rodeos and barrel races, I was getting to go to maybe one or two a month. Um but I still could have been saving that and use that for now. So going into twenty twenty, I'm actually sitting down right now and kind of planning week by week, you know, my expenses and how we're going to grocery shop and meal prepping and planning for the week and just every little in detail dollar that I'm going to be spending and how much roughly that I can be saving. So some of my favorite rodeos that I've probably hit this year um, are definitely Gaiman. Uh, that was in May Um I remember watching Gaiman on Women's Pro Rodeo Today a couple years ago, and I was at home before I ever even moved to Texas. I was like, oh, that looks just like such a fun rodeo to go run. Um, So this year was actually the first year that they opened it up to permits. It used to be a cardholder only, and I want to say maybe it was limited. Um, So when I found out that it was going to be open to everybody, I was like, oh, I really need to enter this. I want to enter it. So that was after Shiner kind of had her tightness and her hamstring and she was out for a good two weeks before that and I had 10 days to get her legged up and she went in there the first round and then she went in the second round and ran about a half a second faster. So that was pretty cool. Um, It's definitely way further up there. if you plan to go to that, plan to stay all week because how that rodeo works is they take the top forty bat, and then you'll have a performance Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, and Sunday night, or maybe there's a Tuesday. There's there's four performances that they split you up in between. So the smart thing to do is just pack like you're gonna stay all weekend, and if you get to come home Friday, then you get to come home. We went up there a Thursday afternoon, and it was hot when we left Texas, and it was cold when we got up there. It is in the panhandle of Oklahoma, so it can get a little chilly at night. Um, Cody was definitely probably overall top favorite. I mean, that rodeo that we hit is just an every night jackpot type of night rodeo. Um, it wasn't the pro rodeo. I unfortunately didn't get to enter that this year. Um, that's on the list for this coming year, ideally. So we'll see about that. Um, it is so fun and I really hope that I can get two or three people that want to come to that. Um, I don't know what our plans for sure are, uh, closer to time. Maybe we can, um, do a live feed about that or more details but if you know one person wanted to take their rig and two other people meet at our house and then caravan up there from this area um i I think that would be smarter for someone who's never maybe had a long haul um haul you know not with us but follow us along we have all the stops um it's just safer too um and obviously if three or four girls went um, you know, it would be that much cheaper on fuel. Um, like I said, I can do a more updated post and more information later, um, about that. But I think that would be cool. And I mean, I wish I would have had that opportunity to do, you know, when I was just kind of starting out and just kind of learning. And I'm not saying I'm anybody special, but you know, I've been, we know our places and we can learn along the way. Also, realized this year that there are people that follow me that were me five and six years ago. Some people will comment, you know, I wish I had a chance to do what you're doing, but you know, life, kids, marriage, finances, whatever it may be. There's like, I'm just gonna live vicariously through you, and I see that now, and I'm like, me. But when I first moved out here, you know, I met some of these girls that were rodeoing. And I was like, well, I, I can never do that. And, I mean, I went back and I looked at some of their Facebook pictures and Instagram pictures. And just, I was like living through them. I was like, man, you know, this is so cool. So, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a weird feeling to be on the opposite end of that. And someone's like, "I you know, I love following you. So, when... I decided to create the blog about a year ago. I was like, okay, you know, I might not have, but ten people follow me, and honestly, it's kind of it's grown. I mean, there's almost five thousand people right now, and not everyone's interactive, but it, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sharing my journey and some of the stuff that I didn't know, um, like the injections. Um, that post went out of control this summer but that was something up until a few years ago that I honestly wasn't educated in. I couldn't tell someone, you know, maybe your horse needs injected or you know, injections aren't bad and the same thing with bleeding and alfalfa and being on the road. I mean, I didn't know what it entailed and now I do, so I try to share that with people and I don't do it to down someone or to make them realize for them it might be impossible But just to show people that it is hard and, you know, if your long-term goal is to rodeo or make an FR or whatever it may be, it is extremely hard and this is what I've learned so far that goes into it and it just, it really puts you, your mind and your thoughts into a different perspective like, okay, I really have to get my act together I mean me a couple years ago I was partying a lot and I was still watching these girls on Instagram and I'm definitely a believer in God's timing because it just it it wasn't time for me to go rodeo um financially support wise mentally if I was rodeoing then I would have spent stupid amounts of money just entering rodeos because I could not because I was being strategic about it and You know, I felt like I needed to mature and I really had to learn to appreciate everything. And I'm not saying I didn't, but I appreciate things and my horses and the way that I do things a lot better now than I did five years ago. So when I got Betty, I had a plan to enter her at a race in the middle of July. And unfortunately, with some soundness issues, Betty just wasn't ready. So I didn't train Betty. Um, Betty was already very patterned when I got her. She had just never been hauled, never been entered. So I kind of had to do all that. Um, so we went to the vet, had a very long day at the vet, um, getting her injected and feeling good. Finally started going to enter her. And the first time I entered her, she won money and then she won money at, other little places and just small jackpots nothing major um but her lifetime earnings this year have already exceeded a little over a thousand dollars just in the few months that she's been being entered um i didn't really plan to enter her at any rodeos but we took her to denton that was her first rodeo of her life um, it was just slack but it was a lot going on and there was like streamer banners over the arena and there were banners and the, around the arena and then the barrels were on the fence. So it was just a lot going on and she handled that extremely well. I went in there and I rode like I don't know what but I didn't ride too well and that kind of screwed us up a little bit. But her first perf she really just blew me out of the water at my expectations on her so I guess now that I entered her in a perf and I know what she'll do 2020 is just gonna be really trusting her and letting her work um, not getting in her way not being scared that she's gonna run off I wish I would have sat down and really thought about what rodeos I was gonna talk about but this has been over the course of a few days that I have done this podcast so I really need to kind of wrap it up um, I don't know. Going into 2020, you know, I, I have a better game plan of where I'm going to go, what rodeos I'm going to hit. Um, I don't know if I'm going to enter the American qualifier. I entered it this past year. While I don't regret entering it, I do need to be more prepared. Um, it was definitely an experience and I do not regret it. Um shiner never runs past a barrel and that night we just set up really weird and went past it and cost us a good half a second which even if she would have turned it right I don't know if we still would have made it but you know live and learn and that's pretty much all 2019 was was a complete learning experience and I do plan to obviously keep learning more in 2020 um but learn more with higher harder goals I guess um you know, we didn't quite reach all of our goals this year, but that doesn't mean I don't need to still try to reach for them or set more. Um I do want to rodeo in New Mexico, Montana, and Utah this year. Utah's kind of been on the list for a while now. Um, A lot of that's just going to depend on Betty and Shiner too. And, you know, if we're winning rodeos in Texas or placing at rodeos, then it makes more sense to go off and further away rodeos so I won't really start planning that until May so we'll just kind of see what happens between now and May. This year also taught me that not everyone is there for you um, you are always going to have people that are against you and want to see you fail um, you do need to pick and choose who you let in and who you have there to support you um while I think I do have a lot of good friends and a lot of social media friends, and I'd say social media friends is because I feel like the blog alone has helped me and hopefully others reach out to other people just from the blog and become, obviously, social media friends. I've never met these people in person, but I feel like, you know, they come to me and ask me questions, and it's humbling to have people trust in your opinion that much, um, whether they go and do everything I told them to do or not, you know, that's not my business, but I hope to meet more people this year from the blog. And I do kind of feel like a little bit of a celebrity when I go to barrel races and people are like, Oh, Hey, I'm so, and you know, I follow the blog and I'm just like, Hey, like, I might be a little like, okay, I don't exactly know who you are, but I promise you all of the emotions and niceness and whatever are 100% real. There is no front that I put on. Um, I can be a little hateful in some points, but I just in life in regards to situations in life and some of my close friends are probably like, you're kind of mean, but I'm not mean about anyone on the blog and I I truly do enjoy each and every person that does come up and speak to me and I will never not talk to someone. I never won't make time um, on Facebook. I will say my messenger does sometimes not notify me if I have a message so I don't intentionally not reply back. Um, So you know if you feel like you had a question and I didn't answer it just be like Hey, I'm just reminding you that I did ask this. Don't feel bad about that um, on any platform of social media. Um, I might open up my personal Snapchat a little bit more. Um, I do have the one that's just for the blog. And that's more you know, just for rodeo horse stuff, because, I mean, I do have a lot of following on my Snapchat, but it's been people that I've been friends with from, you know, 8, nine, ten years ago that really just don't care about the rodeo scene and what I'm talking about, so I need to kind of get more active on the blog Snapchat and try to do more behind the scenes at rodeos, stuff like that, so... That's kind of more plans for 2020. I'm also going to challenge everyone and myself to do some kind of monthly challenge. Um, I'm sitting here right now trying to figure out those and um, more podcast episodes. And I've got something in mind, just a little, nothing special, just a once every rodeo post I'm going to do, but this month's January challenge is I challenge you all to clean out organize, throw away, whether that be clothes, paperwork, friends, relationships, um, people and relationships that are going to bring you down this year. Just cut ties, whatever you have to do. Don't let that negativity bring you down and hold you back from doing the things that you want to do. Clothes that you're never going to wear. Don't hang on to something and be like, you know, I might wear that one day. If you're never going to wear it again, try to sell it. So if you are friends with me on Facebook and you see all the stuff in the rodeo tax swap that I post a lot, um, I always try to sell it first, try to pocket that money, and I'll put that towards entry fees or bet bills or whatever it is, the goals that I'm working towards. I'm going to do something now. If I hang on to it for longer than a month and I can't get it sold, I'm going to donate it. There is a couple places in town I can take it to on consignment. They can sell it. They keep like 60%. I keep 40% or something like that. Um, Or Holly Riley has a program. And they are always looking for rodeo clothes and some tack and stuff like that. So I'm going to try to donate stuff to her too. Um, Really trying to declutter and organize and stay on track. A weekly schedule of meal prepping and grocery list and everything. So that's kind of my plans for this year. Um, I'm definitely going to keep doing the podcast. I'm hoping I can get back to doing two a week. So we'll see you on the next episode.